0: on in, sit back, relax. You're listening to episode 159 of the Wealth Tech Today podcast. I'm your host, Craig Eskowitz, founder of Ezra Group Consulting, and this podcast features interviews, news, and analysis on the trends and best practices all around wealth management technology. Our topic for this month is advisor experience. We're talking to wealth tech firms that have developed software that enables a better advisor experience in different categories, including investment analytics, client communications, client meetings, and others. Now, a lot of our work at Ezra Group involves advisor experience, or AX, as it's also called, either for wealth tech firms looking for ways their products can help, or enterprise wealth management firms who come to us looking for a strategy to improve their overall AX to either reduce advisor churn or increase productivity. I was excited to speak to today's guest, Jim Cowan, founder and CEO of Econic. But before we get into the interview, uh, if you're listening now and you're an executive at a broker-dealer, an asset manager, or an enterprise RIA, you should run, not walk to our website, EzraGroupLLC.com, and fill out the Contact Us form on the homepage to meet with us about your technology platform issues. Our experienced team can assist with software vendor evaluations, systems integrations, improving operational efficiency, improving advisor experience, software implementations, or others. Uh, You can take advantage of our free initial consultation by going to EzraGroupLLC.com. All right, a couple of housekeeping tips before we continue. Please subscribe to the show wherever you listen to podcasts so you don't miss an episode. Uh, Please go to our sponsor, visit our sponsor at their website, Invest in Others, uh, the Invest in Others Charter Foundation, sorry, that's investinothers.org. All right, now let's get this thing going. I am excited to introduce our next guest on the Wealth Effective Day podcast. It is Jim Callen, founder and CEO of Econic. Jim, welcome. Thanks for being here. Hi,
1: Greg. Great to be here, and thanks very much for your time. Indeed. So, where are you calling in from, Jim? Calling in from our office in Dublin, in Ireland, where uh, it's a nice mile, 65 degrees. So, uh, nice day here today.
0: So, again, thanks for being here. Could you please give us a 30 second elevator pitch for Econic?
1: Sure, Craig. Yeah, well, what we do in Econic with our solution, the Conversation Hub, is we help financial advisory firms, uh, big and large. Uh, make their virtual meetings better or meetings even face-to-face inside in the office. Our technology is a, is a new screen-based technology and it solves for three particular problems. One that in the uh, virtual meeting world that we're in, it's uh, a lot of applications being swapped in and out uh, during these particular meetings. And in fact, the state of the art for a lot of these firms at the moment is uh, a Zoom session and probably some PowerPoint being brought in. So I think the technology itself is in its very, very early days, and there's tremendous opportunity to improve that. Uh, Along with that, the second problem is it's it's particularly difficult or can be difficult for clients to follow along uh, to these meetings, given the bumpy nature uh, of the meetings themselves. So the client experience is certainly an area where I think everybody thinks it can be improved. And the final problem we solve for is uh, at the executive level in some of the larger firms is just making sure that there's uh, good executive visibility over the consistency and quality of these meetings. So that's what we do. Very simple one. Uh, We help uh, wealth uh, technology advisory firms run better meetings.
0: Well, you say it's simple, but it's not. I've seen your technology. There's a lot going on. Uh, on the back end of your product, which is one of the reasons why I wanted to get you on the program. So uh, before we jump into the specifics around your product, can you talk a little bit about um, some of the trends you're seeing? So what was it that drove you to, to build Econic? What are some of the trends in terms of meetings and, and how advisors communicate that you felt uh, needed a kind, the kind of product that you built with Econic?
1: Yeah, well, you're you're certainly right there making the complex symbol Uh, is uh, not quite as easy sometimes as it looks. But the trends, I think, are pretty simple. If we look at the world at large, the trend that's driving it is more people working from home. Uh, Financial services is probably splitting itself into um, digital uh, and advice. And on the advice side, an awful lot more of the meetings are going to be held, certainly on screen technology and within the screen technology. It is exactly that. Can you get to an all-in-one meeting experience uh, where you can just keep uh, the technology that the advisor is using incredibly simple so that the meetings flow naturally so for us it's all about meeting flow uh, and on the client side again it's maintaining their focus and maintaining their focus involves a different type of visual communication that needs to come out from the screen and we would have moved from a background which uh, i may chat to you about in a in a a short while uh, of moving from the communication side over to the visual side and it's the fusion of those two things which is the trend that's out there is you've got to get these meetings to flow naturally and that's probably the biggest trend that we would see out there in the market
0: yeah one of the things i liked about your technology is that you did something i've never seen anyone i haven't seen anyone else do which is basically build your own sort of zoom meeting technology into the product so it's not they don't have to see zoom as one app and then their meeting organizing as another app it's all in one it's, it's seamless so you see the the videos, and you can do things in the middle. Or you've got your your meeting, your visualized meeting. What what made you do that? What what was the impetus behind that?
1: We would be fairly expert from before. If we just go back a bit to the company's background, we would have um, we've always been lucky enough to be innovators in in uh, interesting solution spaces. So back in the nineties, uh, we built a big international firm uh, out of Dublin, and we were the first into the whole multi-channel Java banking. Area, So we would have built a lot of solutions for the multi-channel, so call centers, bank branches, internet banking, which is obviously uh, in its uh, early days. And so we were fortunate enough to grow that business into the US, Canada, uh, South America, India, Australia. So very, 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 very big uh, company. And we broke a lot of early technology there. Uh, And a lot of it was around the communication side. We built systems from Java components. And now when the thing is all about on-screen technology, there's also a need to look at the screens and see can you use some sort of uh, the same principle of building uh, meetings up slowly, uh, progressively, so, so that you can actually follow along to the meeting. So we have a system or a solution on the front that actually progresses through the meetings naturally with the client and is easy for the advisor to use. So that's the that's the genesis of the company. It's our history in communication. But we've augmented it very, very significantly with with the visuals. So and the visuals is a key part of our um, of our solution.
0: Now, this is not your first rodeo, right? This you've you've done this before. Um, you have built other companies you mentioned. So how has that experience of building other tech startups and you know in fintech startups specifically? How has that helped your the process of building out Econic? Well, I
1: think um, as you and i have spoken about before i think it's about if you're on the if you're on the leading edge make sure you're not on the leading and uh, the leading ledge so you've got to make sure that your your technology is not tomorrow's technology today and that it's uh, it's it's usable today by your clients so it's about your own clients experience that, that that the system is easy to to use practical and actually delivers end value for their clients so that's probably been the biggest learning is to deliver to to deliver on your promise uh, and um, with a lot of technology being you, oversold, uh, you, you need to honor that promise. So our solution is is grounded in pr- in practical experience and the good to bad uh, of, of building a business and looking after servicing your clients and solving a real need. So that's, that's where the experience would come in, we hope.
0: Yeah, we often hear companies that, you know, they build something, then try to go find a need. So as you mentioned, um, building something for an actual need helps yeah. improve your chances of success. Than just going out and building something and seeing well, let's see who needs this. Yeah,
1: look, it's, it's, this is this is uh, not a solution looking for a problem. The problem is very real. The problem is is the client experience uh, does need to does need to improve on the, on the meeting side. Advisors are terrific at what they do, um, tremendous at at advising, but the but the technology is a bit bumpy at the moment. So anything that can smooth that out and get these meetings to flow, and if you can make them. Uh, more visually engaging, which is what we do, then then this is something that's uh, going to be of value to the end clients uh, and the advisors.
0: And there are many people that are visually motivated. They see they they they're much easier for them to adjust to visual presentation information than seeing it in a writing or see, or hearing it in audio. So building what you built um, with a lot, lot uh, with the way you've designed it, I think, is very interesting. Can you talk about um, the color coding? So uh, if people go to your website, which is Econic, E-C-O-N-I-Q.com, um, you'll see uh, one of the little uh, running softwareing demos here. You can see how the um, the software, which is called the communications hub works. And one of the things you have is you have the whole agenda for the meeting laid out in little boxes, each different, a different color. Why did you do this color coding and how does that help the advisor run the meeting more efficiently? Sure.
1: Uh, obviously, the color itself is, is appealing, but uh, that is a secondary purpose uh, for, for the color. The color is there to help you organize and structure those meetings. And if you look at the most basic problem uh, in terms of a communication, uh, it's basically, can I see where I'm going to be going along in a meeting? Uh, and the colors we use for the different parts of the meeting. So, We have a four-color coding system. Uh, Blue is basically organizing the agenda and and the topics, and the colors change based on the conversation moments or the conversation streams that are happening uh, inside uh, in in the meeting itself. So blue gives you organization and structure. Uh, Purple is the color when the advisor is uh, asking, educating, or reviewing the client. So it's basically the general communication about the firm and the value of that firm to their end client. Uh, green is the whole discovering part of the meeting. Always a very tricky area to get clients to uh, to impart information about their financial data, uh, their life events, their past history, their hopes and dreams, and any way to to relax the client, get them to open up is obviously uh, of huge uh, value to 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 both the client and and the advisor. Uh, and we also make sure, with another one of our colours red, that in the confirmation part of a meeting, in the wrap-up part, that everything is done to act in the best interest of the client, which is obviously something uh, which is tremendously valuable on the whole regulation side. So that's 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 the use of our colours. So it's to visually signpost the conversation for people to know where they are during a meeting, but it also um, allows us to gather a huge amount of meeting quality intelligence, which we can use to improve, improve the meeting. So where. People are being consistent, inconsistent. Where they can focus, where they could improve. Our clients like to to dwell as they progress through a meeting. So it's hugely hugely important um, uh, data that can be gathered for for improvement purposes.
0: So you're leading me right into my next question. Let's talk about meeting quality. How do you um, how does that work? How, how does yeah. the meeting quality function work? Um, the mq and how do you do you figure it out and how can firms use that as a tool yeah look every every meeting is tracked and scored for
1: for meeting quality in those in those four categories in other words uh, how well you're communicating uh, how consistent and ordered you are uh, how well you're connecting with the client and how how uh, good you are on the whole uh, safety for the client side so that we derive from that based on the paths that you've taken through the meeting, uh, how well your coverage has been, how well your consistency has been, what time you've spent in certain areas, we're able to attribute uh, scores to each of those four areas and we roll them up into an overall score called meeting quality. So it's something that we can measure, track uh, and look to improve by either changing the conversation flows within the meeting, by changing the structure of the meeting, uh, by changing the type of questioning. What we do on the visual side is uh, not just beyond, uh, is beyond the colour coding itself. We actually use a mix of, uh, in our conversation flows, which are attached to the topics, which in turn are tied to the agendas. We use a mix of phrasing, video, multimedia, players, and the ability to jump to the underlying systems and return to the underlying system. So you get this all in one platform. So it's, that, it's the measurement of how smooth or how flowing that particular meeting is, which ultimately is our objective, is to make those meetings flow naturally. So that's what the MQ is. It's a measure of uh, how well those meetings
0: flow naturally. So when you're measuring meeting quality, does it come right out at the end of the meeting and you give the advisor recommendations or is it more of an enterprise level function where the, the management sees, hey, here's our MQ, here's how it's been progressing over time, and now here's some things you can do to change it?
1: Yeah, that's precisely it, Craig. We we would look to uh, both let the advisor be aware of how how the performance has gone in in that particular meeting, uh, but it's as much an executive tool to uh, encourage uh, consistency and improvement of performance, and with as a coaching module uh, as part of the solution. So our enterprise solution brings with it coaching and brings with it um, a tremendous amount of analytics. Uh, using the rich source of data that we have from from the actual score itself so we'd be able to pinpoint areas where from a consistency perspective you need to improve but equally uh, we can identify areas where the ability to offer additional services uh, add pieces to the conversation may result in uh, so it's, it's it's bottle the best it's basically look try and get everybody performing consistently but equally uh, with the best, how can they improve? And quite interestingly, one of the trends we do see, not unsurprisingly, is even the best forget. They forget to cover certain parts of a meeting because they're very, very complicated. They can be very emotional. Uh, so it's that structure and the blue that I d- I mentioned to you, um, the agenda and the topics and uh, that can move across the meeting. Uh, having that structured and the ability there to uh, improve that structure and the conversations that flow there thereafter is tremendous.
0: Yeah, I can see how that would be really helpful, especially with the the meeting agenda preparation, uh, building out your agenda with the different color codes would help the advisor, basically not to forget what they want to talk about because right? it's all on the screen and it walks them through it. Um, as you said, that you know, advisors are busy; they're moving back and forth between meetings. Maybe they they get a little distracted, so having it all on the screen and color coded, walking you through the agenda. Sounds really helpful. Um, let's talk more about trends. What are some of the other trends you're seeing in the market, and some of the trends that you notice that drove you to to create ECONIC?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think I think the biggest trend is is the need. There's a lot of disparate systems being used uh, in terms of the of the client engagement or the client experience. So the ability to get that into a an all-in-one platform that interoperates with the underlying systems is absolutely is absolutely critical. But I think uh, that's that's the technology trend that I think that is, is the strongest out there. But on the human side, the need to get these, um, the biggest trend we see is trying to get um, on-screen technology as close uh, to, to a human meeting. And that's, a, that's, that's the challenge. So the challenge is, uh, as I said, is just how can you get these meetings to flow? And that's going to be a mix of not just the phrasing, but the visuals that you use. So that's all about timing and sequence and, and the, the design of these meetings. So the biggest trend is, is really to get that uh, all-in-one consistency out there. But it has to be it has to be with genuine visual engagement. And visual engagement, as you said earlier, is, is far more effective. And clients, uh, as we're beginning to see with the data that we have collected, uh, they are more interested in feeling safe and secure about how they're doing and being taken through the meeting and probably less interested in parts of the meeting where maybe the advisors would like to dwell on some of the more data-rich or uh, performance issues. So understanding where clients want to dwell and understanding where clients want to, and some clients will want to be very deep into the reports, which we can bring into the uh, bring into these naturally flowing meetings, of course. But but most don't, uh, and that's that's the data that we're beginning to gather. I think we've about. I think in our data that we've got, about 78% of the clients uh, are less interested uh, in spending time on the report and then they are getting through um, discussing their own personal issues and hopes and dreams. So that's one of, one of the more interesting trends that we're, we've been able to affirm from uh, our earlier experience in retail banking, where the conversation hub is also used.
0: Yeah, that's an excellent point there. I think we've seen uh, across the board that clients don't care about the reports. They're not interested in looking at charts and graphs. You know, uh, those the days of a cl- walking the client through a 100-page, you know, financial plan or, um, you know, performance report are over because most clients really don't care about that. Instead, they want to discuss their, their hopes and dreams, their goals. And that's, that's where we, we believe more advisors need to be focusing is on becoming goals-based and more holistic and financial planning-focused, uh, financial planning-led rather than investment Uh, investment advice led, one thing you mentioned uh, that one of the the all-in-one features of Econic is that you interoperate with underlying systems. Can you talk about which underlying systems you you interoperate with and and what type of, how does it manifest itself? So what would advisors see um, when they use your system and how it interacts with their other systems? Yeah, I mean the systems that it it naturally sits on top of CRM
1: systems, uh, the financial planning systems. So we would have um, data integrations with uh, Red uh, Redtail, Wealthbox, Salesforce, uh, E Money, Right Capital. So we're building we're building those out and more and more to come. But how it manifests itself. It, Itself in terms of a naturally flowing meeting. If you do need to go to the financial planning tool, you can do a round trip to the financial planning tool. It'll take you there and take you back, uh, and use the piece of that financial planning tool that you might require. So there's a very seamless, what we call jumps, uh, uh, jumps back and forward
0: uh, to to the other to the others. That's excellent. And of course, at Ezra Group, we're really uh, big into integrations. We really want to see more firms build out integrations with key um, advisor tools. So we're we're always happy to hear when firms like yours are building out these uh, connectivity to make more of a seamless environment for the advisors because that's really what they want. They want the functionality. They don't really want it separate in different applications. They really want it together or to appear seamless together or for the, the systems to send the data where it needs to go rather than them having to push a button, copy paste, download a file, upload a file. Uh, because every time they do that, it's just one little bit of extra work for them. One little bit of, of manual effort that's uh, taking time away from other things they can be doing. And one more opportunity for mistakes or errors when you're manually moving data in between other systems. So can you talk more about uh, trends when it comes to organizing and structuring meetings? What are you seeing from your advisors, advisors who are using the Econic platform most heavily? What what kind of how have they changed how they're they're organizing and structuring their meetings?
1: The first thing in terms of of the use case, well, let's just take, for example, a typical um, smaller advisory firm. The first thing in terms of organizing their meetings is to understand how many they have. and that's that's the first thing. Sounds very simple, but uh, pretty basic and very helpful. So the whole range of meetings you can put inside in the conversation hub, from uh, the the earliest introductory meeting all the way through to the review review meetings, or even any ad hoc uh, meetings that will come. So the first thing to do is to figure out uh, what what meetings. So that's the first part of the process, and within that. Um, and again, this is all templated. Uh, what topics would you have within within those meetings? So the design and structure of those meetings is, is remarkably quick. So it's all, all the meetings that you'll be having up to and including some self-directed meetings. So if you do want to push out uh, in a meeting structure, information that you want to gather from the client in advance or newsworthy information that you want to push out, it also does that. So it's all the meetings, all the templates. That would be the classic um, use case. And it, it's basically for... Anything to do with the screen-based technology that you have in your office, where you want to be hosting meetings, so that's the standard use case. Uh, and as as you move uh, into the larger enterprise enterprise firms, uh, you will see that the whole meeting quality and the consistency uh, is also uh, is a required and mandatory need there. So there'll be a difference in the in the use case between those two types of firms. Well, that's the typical use case, Craig.
0: Yeah, I would imagine that we work with a lot of enterprise clients at Ezra Group. Uh, About half our clients are, are broker dealers or, or very large RIAs, and I can see that this kind of product would be very helpful when you've got a hundred or more advisors uh, in your company. How do you know how well meetings are going? How do you know if they're if they're consistent? Are they because you really want everyone? You want everything to be consistent and you want standardization. If you're going to scale, if every single advisor is running meetings completely differently, then it still may work, but most likely it's not going to be the best um, output. So, do you is that something that enterprise firms can can take advantage of, where they can look at the the MQ across their advisors and identify the outliers?
1: Right, right across the organization, and what you'll what you'll tend to find. When when we've looked at the analytics there, it's uh, it, it works in two phases. We would have a program of of improvement, a methodology of improvement uh, that we call the MQA, and we would look in the first phase of that. And what you do tend to notice. Uh, is the inconsistencies or the parts of meetings that may have been designed upfront and actually don't get used. And that's usually valuable. So coverage would be the first part of the meeting behaviors that that we would look at. And that would tend to that would tend to settle um, in, in, in two of our colors, in the greens and the purple. So actually they stand out straight away. So that's the first thing that would happen. And then you're looking to, and you could be taking this from other systems, Greg, you'd be looking at opportunities to insert um, conversation flows uh, into the topics where there are decent opportunities to add uh, additional value to the, to to the relationship. So there's a lot of very good systems uh, providing notifications in terms of uh, additional services or benefits to offer to clients, and the conversation hub is intelligent. It will, it will take those in and automatically insert them into the next set of meetings that a client is having. So this ability. To do that through APIs is something we'd be particularly excited about. But equally, the ability when you're in the conversation hub, the advisor can prepare the meeting in advance. So with a click and drag interface, you can drag that particular uh, talking point or conversation flow, attach it to a topic, and it'll be included in the meeting for you. So that that's particularly exciting. Um, and we we also bring in would bring in visuals from other. Um, for, uh, companies who are on the tech stack, whose visuals are currently used and they're, are useful. And there are a good number of firms there. Sure, and for the larger firms with most of the uh, integrations now n- now in place with the bigger firms, uh, the length of time to design up these meetings is probably about uh, three hours. So it's very, very quick to get up and see uh, how your first set of meetings would look. We would, we would recommend uh, that, that firms pick their most valuable meeting. First, we would visually draw up that meeting uh, with the firm. It should connect uh, automatically to uh, the tech stack, the standard elements of, of, the, of the tech stack. Uh, and we would take it from there. We would start measuring uh, MQ, which is, which will attest to the experience and the ease of use for both the advisor and the client. So it's a very, very quick uh, in- integration with a lot of the heavy lifting, as you said. Uh, contained inside in the platform so again a very very fast uh, implementation
0: we like to hear that we like fast implementations nobody wants to sit around and and spend months and months implementing something that is fantastic um what about smaller firms how would they work with you how how, if i'm a small ria let's say i've got you know 10 or less advisors what's my use case for bringing in econic Again,
1: it, it would be probably more working directly with us to to, to design to design the meetings. Uh, we would, again, pick what we call the most valuable meeting. It tends to vary across firms, so you'll see them sometimes looking at the meetings that they're using for their meeting surges. They could be doing it for uh, the first of their introductory meetings. It could be for uh, the annual reviews. so there'll always be a meeting pain point there that's identified quickly. So pick your first meeting, work with us to design it up, and, again, with us connected into most of the the tech stack that the smaller firms would be using you you with three single one hour design sessions with some of our design uh masters you'll be you'll be ready to go so it's not dissimilar to uh, the enterprise experience as it should be um and if some of the smaller firms want to use uh, mq they're more than welcome to do that okay
0: oh that was a good point the we forgot about the design so tell me about the design aspect of the system and and what you can and can't design and what your team can help uh, advisors or, or broker dealers design about the iconic software. Sure, I mean, the, the
1: part of the system is all in the design and that's that's what you do when you're uh, you're using the same set of tooling when you're preparing for a meeting to just uh, get the flow right. So what, uh, how will the meeting move from left to right? How will we get to all the talking points? Uh, the designer, uh, and we have an upcoming release uh, at the end of October when the designer is going to be fully self-serve uh, with uh, an enhanced set of templates at both meeting structure side and at topics side. But I think it's important to explain that the topics themselves are extremely rich. So out of the topics comes these conversation flows. And so that's what people will select from when they design these meetings. And they're presented in a very intuitive way. Um, so when, when we get to that particular situation, uh, the independent advisors can operate the system themselves so we'll have both uh, the independents and the enterprise is able to design the meetings we're obviously there for consultancy but I think that design is terribly important Craig that you mention it I mean having a visual feel for how a meeting flows we effectively move from left to, to right you will always see uh, the active path that the conversation is following and what, what it in effect is as you're moving from left to right with our progressive screen design as we call it moving through the phases of a meeting these uh conversation flows all overlay on top of each other so you're bringing all possible meeting flows conversation flows into the one space and the space it's the the same platform obviously from a technical perspective but the space that you're dealing with is actually the screen and that's that's the challenge that we've solved is we take all these meeting flows and we're able to collapse them uh, and expand them as you progress through a meeting all Contained within the actual physical uh, diameter of the screen, so that's the that's the innovation, and that's the patent that we actually have for our technology. So uh, you can describe it many ways, but I think if you look at it, um, you'll see that it flows naturally. But equally, it's been described to us many ways. But overlapping dialogue trees is probably. Uh, not a bad way to describe it either. And I mean, if you've got all the trees and all possible points that your conversation is going to go to inside in a meeting, and then you're going to be in much better shape to to handle clients',
0: uh, clients needs and hopes. You should definitely be in better shape if you've got these tools and a tool like Econic, I can imagine. So we are out of time. Tell everyone listening where they can find more information about Econic.
1: Yeah, www.iconic.com. And you can have a look at our solution there, the Conversation Hub. And we're happy to offer it to you on a a trial basis. And we look forward to uh, continuing to work with more clients, which is what's happening for us at the moment. Uh, And uh, with the new releases that we'll have out by the end of the year, um, we're looking forward to uh, helping a lot more people deliver a better client
0: experience, uh, which is ultimately what the end of the game is. Jim, thank you so much for being on the program. Thanks very
1: much, Greg. I really appreciate the time.
0: Hey, it's Craig again. Uh, this was a great interview. I really enjoyed talking to Jim. And uh, here are my three takeaways from this episode. Uh, number one, uh, visual meeting structure is a unique way, I think, of approaching this problem. Uh, We like how Econic has put their product together, combining uh, the Zoom um, product along with meeting agenda, meeting structure, color-coded, easy to use. We think uh, you should check it out. Uh, It's not gonna be for everyone, but it's gonna be for those advisors who feel they uh, approach things more from a visual point of view. And I think they're really going to like it. Uh, Two is um, measuring meeting quality Uh, is a great idea. Uh, in practice, especially for enterprises that want to improve the standardization of meetings across many hundreds or even thousands of advisors. And finally, client experience trends. We're seeing a lot more of this um, throughout the industry where firms are looking to improve their client experience, looking for different tools and technologies to make that happen. And the biggest problem is the disparate systems just don't work together well, uh, which kind of leads me into our Ezra Group WealthTech Integration Scores, which you can check out at EzraGroupLLC.com. So that's it. You made it to the end of another episode of Wealth Tech Today podcast. Please go to our website, ezragroupllc.com, scroll to the bottom of the homepage, subscribe to our newsletter. Once a month, you'll receive an email chock full of wealth management goodness, news, analysis, links, info. You will not be disappointed. Thanks for listening. Talk to you all again next time.